0: He is the co-owner and operator at Clean and Green Lawn Care, and it's a relatively new service here in Mankato, and it began operating in late summer of 22, and it is uh, more eco-friendly than some other lawn services. Good morning, John. Good morning. John, you have started this newer company, you're relatively new to the area, called Clean and Green Lawn Care. Could you just summarize what is that?
1: So we do not own any gas-powered equipment for our lawn care. Um, so that's where the clean comes in. It's all electric, no emissions. Um, I nice think quiet, too. But, yeah, that's where the clean and the green, obviously, for grass and stuff like
0: that. Now, why is this important to you? What is your background, and why did you decide this was something you wanted to move to, these electric-operated equipment?
1: Well, it's... a it's I don't think anybody here in town does it for one um and it's just a nice clean uh environmental friendly option to give to people if they want it um I just thought it was it's about time that so at least somebody and I chose to do be the person to to start a an eco-friendly lawn care company
0: now, you are not originally from the area. I read in the, there was an article about you in the Free Press that said you have been in the area for about three years. So what type of background did you come from? Were you in lawn care before? And what what um,
1: all? Well, I'm originally from Sioux Falls. I built built golf courses for seven, eight years. Um, I came to the Mankato area because we had started a, um, uh, cell phone repair company and we had a couple stores up in the cities and my son lives in Mankato so that's what brought me to Mankato
0: Now as a person Uh, who who built golf courses, golf courses are probably one of the greatest vast wastelands of just turf in terms of not attracting pollinators or things like that. Was that a consideration that when you built golf courses or was it just a matter of the grass is going to be pure clean and no other things regardless? of?
1: I guess the golf course Kind of just got me into the the outdoor and the grass, and uh, it just got me interested. I would say um, it didn't really have any bearing on why I chose to, to do this one. It's just something that got me interested in it.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about the equipment. So, in the past, you probably used to use gas-powered equipment, and then you switched to electric-powered, which is cleaner energy so what is the difference you know i know you mentioned they're quieter but are there better things to that or are there things that maybe aren't Um, as good
1: well for the most part they run almost identical as any gas powered um the gas powered mowers i mean there's a few different studies out but between 50 and 100 miles driving a car is equal to one hour of pushing just a regular gas mower wow um so and now when you're talking about multiple big mowers commercial mowers i mean, that's quite a bit of emissions that would be going up into the air so and there's obviously besides the production of the mowers themselves there is zero emissions with ours
0: well, now, I am used to, well, way back when uh, they used to have electric mowers that used to actually have a cord where you would
1: yep. <laughs> push it around
0: and as, long, as far as your cord would go in your yard. And so they've come a long way. Would you describe what they're like? How long can they last? I think, you know, we have that range fear of, of, of range in cars and things. Do mowers have that same issue, or are they pretty modern so they don't yes. have to worry about that?
1: Um, yes, I have to buy a lot of batteries. We'll put it that way. Um, for the most part, I can run almost all day with the batteries that I have. Um, and it's interchangeable. So the batteries run out. I just put new no ones in. There are some motors I don't have interchangeable batteries that are, yeah, you're stuck. Once they die, you have to plug them in and let them charge. But mine, I can just replace the batteries when they die.
0: Are we talking uh, the big uh, riding mowers or smaller mowers or both? Both. Yep. Well, talk a little bit about yep. the the big rider mowers. I mean, it, do, do they have a, a nice battery that lasts? Like you said, you can go a, a full day on that. And then, what do you do? Plug it in, or how does it recharge? And
1: yeah, so it's actually got it. It's a six battery bank in the big ones. Mm-hmm. So, and all the batteries are interchangeable through all of my equipment, including the big mowers. Um, so yes, um, it's got six big batteries, and there's different sizes. Obviously, I get the big batteries for the big mowers, but like I said before, once they die, I'll just replace them and keep going. How,
0: how long does one generally last in terms of having to replace my
1: big mowers? I did it. it there's a lot of variables on how thick the grass is, things like that, but um, probably I get three, four acres, maybe.
0: Oh, okay. I meant in terms of the actual battery itself. I mean, do those, oh, you've the only, bad, yeah, so
1: They uh, my batteries actually come with a three year warranty. So, oh. um, but yeah. you've only been in and business
0: since 2022, so you probably don't. Yeah, and I
1: haven't had any issues with the batteries. Okay. Yet, so, would you
0: advise people that are, you know, ha- having that currently maybe use their own push mower that's gas, which most of us have, even maybe a self propelled kind of thing? do you feel that the smaller push mowers are as good in terms of how they can cut and all that sort of thing?
1: Most definitely. I would, even if I didn't have this, from what I know now, I would not ever buy a gas mower again. It's just the maintenance. There's very little maintenance on these mowers. You don't have to change oil. You don't have to do anything. Um, And obviously having to go to the gas station and get gas. It's just, it's very convenient and easy, and they do cut just as good as any other mower.
0: Are the blades similar to the other blades? Because I know when the they used to have those plug-in kinds with the cords. They used to have, like, a uh, some had the, the nylon string that cut. But are these similar to the regular type mowers with blades?
1: Yeah, they're exactly the same. Oh,
0: they are? Okay. Yep. So what kind of oh, maintenance?
1: Oh, yeah, I still have to get them sharpened. It's the same thing as just the regular mowers.
0: What other kind of maintenance is there then, since you... You know, just the blades. Anything else?
1: Uh, a little bit of greasing. Um, that's about it. Okay. Yeah, it's just keeping it clean and, but yeah, there's no oil changing, no nothing. The electric motors. Yeah.
0: Well, John, how about the cost uh, comparison? You know, it's like anything else. When something's more new, like the the electrics are more new, they probably are more expensive than the traditional that's been around for a while. Are they a lot more expensive to buy these electric?
1: mowers no they are a little bit more expensive um but i think the prices are coming down even since last year um especially on some of the smaller push mowers um i mean there's a wide range of big zero turns like we have and some of the ones that i was looking at cost around thirty thousand dollars which was yeah out of my price range for starting the business but um the ones that we found were under 10. so.
0: And are those the kind that would probably be more like a service like yours than somebody with their own individual lawn, correct? Yeah. Okay, so so you're you're on the business mode. And as far as, you know, you, you do this service, you mow people's lawns. Is it a similar price? Do you charge a little more because it's maybe a little extra for you, or or how does no, that compare? We
1: charge, no, we're very competitive with pricing. I don't charge higher because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't think, to be honest, I don't know if people would necessarily go for it. Mm-hmm. If it was a lot more expensive.
0: How um, about the well, trimmers? No,
1: it's, yep. How about trimmers those, and
0: things like, you know, like we call them weed whips and, you know, I, yep. I I have an electric one with the cord and I can go so far, but I, do you have electric ones that just battery packs?
1: Yep. Every, like I said, we don't own anything that runs on gas. And yeah, we don't use cords. They're all batteries. And all of my equipment's the same brand, so I can use the same batteries and, and everything.
0: Are you eco- uh, ecologically, environmentally conscious? Is that one of the reasons, or just because it was a niche that was Yeah, wasn't
1: definitely. Filled? No, definitely. Um, I mean, I not naive, not to think that I'm going to make a huge difference, but every little difference counts. So, yeah, no, that definitely had a, had a part in it.
0: Now, another thing I, I notice you do is you incorporate organic fertilizer and weed control pro- products because, as you know, a lot of the issues we have with phosphorus and things draining in our waterways and making a yep. lot of algae blooms and things like that. Talk about some of the things you use as an alternate to chemicals. Um,
1: there's a... F- there's quite a few different kinds Malorganite is one that we use quite often and that's mainly just iron right um and it yeah and i I have not had any issues with it Um, now when you get into the the broadleaf weed killer that gets a little bit more complicated i have found some that work pretty well but um not as good as the non-organic ones for example, least, what do yeah, you use? I, do.
0: I've heard people say, you know, use the, the cornmeal will prevent the the, the germination of, of crabgrass, for example, but it takes a while and it's maybe not as efficient. What else, other yeah. kinds of things well, do you the, use?
1: I use, there's branded ones that I, oh. that I buy. Yeah, so I don't know if I can really say the names, but um, yeah, I buy branded ones. So but is it
0: essentially corn cornmeal or something like that?
1: There are some that have those in there. Um, I don't have the package on me right now, but um, yes, cornmeal is one of them. Um, I have yet to find a good crabgrass killer Mm. because it's not a broadleaf. Sure. So, if you, I mean, it'll mainly a lot of times it'll kill good grass too. So.
0: Okay, so another thing a lot of folks are talking about is more native lawns and more bee lawns and that sort of thing, uh, you also do other work besides just the mowing and maintenance. You also do things like landscaping and planting. Is that something you encourage customers or let them at least know yeah, about? Yeah,
1: definitely. There's I've had a few customers now that are have, like, gullies in their back. And, yes, always try to plant native, native grasses there and get rid of the invasive uh, plants that are already there. To help promote the native grass growth.
0: So what kind of um, grasses are you planting then?
1: Um, there's a lot of fescues and rye mm-hmm. that we put partially because a lot of those areas are heavily wooded mm-hmm. so tons of shade. So those are the two that we usually use in those areas just because they grow better in the shade.
0: about clovers I know I'm a proponent of clovers have been incorporating mini clovers in my yard Uh, is that something that you are also working with
1: um clover no I don't have very many people that want clover in their yard
0: okay I was just wondering because Um, you know it it actually you know is you probably know this but it it It's something you put in there. It keeps green when everything else goes dormant, and it also provides fertilizer so you don't necessarily have to fertilize them. So yeah, it just seems like a thing that it would be neat, and I was hoping that that some lawn company would think this is a good idea and promote it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I would if I could find anybody that would want to do it, and I have yet to do that. I have not found anybody that would want over their lawn.
0: All right, people, listen, if if, if you want them, he sounds like he's open to doing it if uh, you're interested. And like I said, I've used what's called mini clover, and it isn't as—it's about a third of the size of the regular clover. It's—it's it's in our zone, but it um—it just kind of incorporates with the rest of it and it makes a nice short, compact little rug. So, um, yeah, just,
1: and um, the summer we've had this summer, oh, for anything to stay green, <laughs> it would be nice.
0: Yeah. Another thing that that is always. Um, Bother me about some lawn companies is when they they fertilize the lawns or put the chemicals on the lawns it's it uh, goes in the gutters it goes on the sidewalks and then it just when it rains it washes in down and goes directly into our lakes and and that sort of thing do you have a way do you is that something you pay attention to or
1: yeah we're definitely careful on where we're spraying and and spreading um we'll definitely not ever leave anything on sidewalks or We'll blow those off back into the grass, um, and then spraying. You got to always be careful if it's windy, stuff like that. But.
0: Oh, I'm glad to hear that because so many I noticed that uh, even in you go in parks or things that are uh, have uh, been fertilized, and there's you can see the fertilizer all over the sidewalks and just kind of left there. So um, yeah, it's good to hear. Um, but what else do you feel is important in terms of being what called a green lawn care? Service?
1: Uh, water conservation um, is a big one. I mean, obviously, if you want to keep your grass green, you're going to have to water, but uh, just finding the right times to do that and not overwater. Um, that's you, probably the next biggest one.
0: Could you give some tips on maybe what are some of the grasses that are good for that and what kind of a schedule would you recommend so you don't overwater and waste water?
1: Well, I think, I'm pretty sure Mankato right now has got a even odd day, mm-hmm. for one. Right. I stick to that, obviously. Don't water every day. Um, and then there's a little controversy of when nighttime or daytime or early mornings. Um, either one of those two is fine. And that way, there's way less evaporation to get it done before the sun comes out.
0: Do you install Um, irrigation systems and that sort of thing?
1: We repair them. You repair
0: them. You don't install. I was just wondering if there's some that are more efficient than others or if there's advice. They have
1: actually come out with some new smart controllers. Okay. That actually um, will follow the weather. Ah. And you can shady areas, you can set. It's just a lot easier to pinpoint the spots that need it and ones that don't um so you can water heavier in the dry spots and shaded areas you don't need to water nearly as much but then yes it does also follow the weather if there's a forecast of rain you can tell it not to do it that night or it'll just do it automatically depending on how you have your settings set but um, are those you know, it utilizes the weather
0: are you are those newer systems? I wasn't aware of that because I think that's wonderful because it's it's so frustrating when you see it's it's raining and the the sprinklers are going full blast and and you say well why are they doing that well it's probably on some timer are these new smart they're ones
1: newer okay um they've been around for a few years for sure um but yeah they're not they're yeah they are newer and they're not always the the hunter or the big ones that. If you just look online on Amazon, they're pretty easy to find.
0: What would you look under? Just smart sprinklers? Just
1: smart, yes. Yeah, smart irrigation control.
0: Oh, good to know, because I'm considering that. Um, do you uh, encourage rain barrels, things like that, or isn't that part of your...
1: Um, most people that, I mean, some of my customers do have them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if they ask, I will definitely encourage them or start them on the right path to being a little bit greener
0: all right well i we are talking with john adding who is the owner co-owner and operator of clean and green lawn care a new service in mankato that is all electric and uh, so no gas mowers for you so no filling up with gas anymore
1: nope <laughs> just the truck that i have to pull them with <laughs> so.
0: that i assume that saves you money as well
1: yeah it does yeah, gas isn't cheap right oh, now. So
0: that's for sure. Well, anything else you'd like to add and think's important for folks to know about your service or about what you do?
1: Um, no, I think I pretty much covered mainly everything. Um our website's up. If you want to get a hold of us, you can get our phone number, email, everything on there. So
0: And what is that website, John?
1: Clean and Green Lawn Care dot com.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And glad to to hear you're doing something to help with everything you can do with the environment.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah.
0: Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where you're part owner, member NCUA. More at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.